Hey guys, this is Dustin from Barbarically Candid Podcast. As always, we're brought to you by Barbarically Candid Coffee. Check them out at the Delta V website. You can find them on our bio on Facebook, Instagram. We've posted on Twitter. Check it out and get you some. Hey guys and gals, as always, welcome back to Barbarically Candid Podcast. I am Dustin. And I am Gavin. And this is your favorite backyard news source. It's been a busy two weeks. As we put out last week, we took last week off as a moment of silence mm-hmm. for the 13 fallen Marines. And we're going to talk about the absolute abysmal job that we have done of pulling out of Afghanistan. Now, I want to preface this, this is not on our servicemen and women. Right. This is on the administration. And I know a lot of you out there. Well, you know, Trump signed that we were going to be out by May, which he did. That's, yeah. But. But they completely bungled the pullout. The original plan was to have all civilians, all military. We left, what, $85 million? $85 billion? Billion. With a B. A bubba billion. $85 billion worth of military equipment, which included guns, vehicles. Drones. Helicopters. Good, and pretty damn decent ones at that. I think Blackhawks, yeah. from what I saw. Yeah. Although, there was a there was some pictures or footage. Of, I guess not all of the equipment was 100% operational. So there was some video where some of the insurgents were looking at this like a warehouse with some a few Blackhawks that just weren't 100% there. Like, what the hell is this shit? Which I'm, I'm not really that surprised. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time we've armed Afghanistan. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. You know, back in the day, we gave guns and ammo and all that kind of shit to Osama bin Laden and the Muaddin. Yep. And here we just did it again. Yep. I'm not really sure what the long play is here. Have you considered uh, the long-term strategy of having an excuse to go back in and make more money with on, you know, military spending? That's part of it, but I also worry because Afghanistan's already working with China. Oh, China's Jesus. taking control of the poppy fields for all the heroin manufacturing, so... Which a lot of the heroin that we get in the U.S., it comes from Mexico. But it's still a horrible drug, and they're going to be putting it somewhere. Well, not only that, and I think we we touched on it uh, last episode, the lithium mines that they're already foaming at, at the mouth over. Oh, yeah. And that's not just lithium that the area has. They're supposedly a treasure trove of rare earths that are just buried there there's a lot of rare earth metals there in afghanistan um which you know economically that screws us over 
on a competitive level because supposedly we have almost an equal amount. But in Obama's EPA era, they signed a bunch of laws where we can't even access it. Well, and you know, Dementia Joe is not going to go against any of that stuff. Oh, no. he! I still think he's a senator sometimes. Did you see the clip of him following the Secret Service out across the grass? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one where, they, was it an Aussie guy or something who was doing, you know. Oh, like yeah. Fake, yeah, that was gold. Yeah, that was good stuff. He was supposed to take a right and just walked on off across the grass, followed Secret Oh, what, I go over here? Come on, man. <laughs> Um, they are, of course, still pushing the vaccine as hard as they possibly can. And since our last episode, Pfizer is now FDA approved. Ish, yeah. No, it's is it. I see. I thought there was a caveat to that. Like, in essence, it's still in a trial phase, but they gave it an okay. From what I read, at least for adults, it's FDA approved now. I want to say, though, there's probably a, uh, I don't know, there's not a conflict of interest. So Scott Gottlieb, Uh who back in, I want to say, 2015 to 2017 was the head of the the FDA, is now on the board of directors for Pfizer. It's true, but nobody cares because think about it. But what about the NIH? Okay, so Dr. Fauci's wife works for the NIH. Uh-huh. She's pretty. But they don't do approvals. I know there's been a lot of rumor misinformation talk. that the NIH does approvals for the FDA. No, the FDA does the approvals. Certain uh, departments of the NIH do research and development mm-hmm. for the FDA. They do studies and all that kind of stuff. That still seems a little nepotism. It's definitely well-connected. Nepotism sus, suspect. Sorry, Definitely suspicious. And that's, you know, what's crazy is, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm also not rushing out to get this one yeah. just because I feel like it's kind of too soon. Um, this is one of those where on the other side with the people who are all about the vaccine, I don't know how many of them I've seen online wishing death. Oh, plenty. On people who are like, People like me where I'm like, look, man, the science from what I've read checks out, but I'm just hesitant because the government has lied to us for years and years about all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. I and now all of a sudden was actually supposed to be a good thing back in the day. Oh, exactly. Oh, you, you know, you got high blood pressure. We're going to prescribe some you some cigarettes. Yeah. Marlboro specifically, you know, and that's something the government used to do. So, yeah, it, it is hard. Now, you see that there's a lot of percentages and numbers that get thrown out. And still, the black and Latino populations are still the lowest in terms of vaccinated numbers. Right. And I don't know if that has something to do with access. It, there's no way. Or if it's a because you know in the, a uh, fear within the community. That's what I would think. Because now, now you keep can in see mind. The signs everywhere. Keep in mind when you say trust the science, you're saying trust the science of a government that told you smoking is safe, mm-hmm. duck and cover during during a nuclear bomb, <laughs> yeah. DDT is safe. Uh, let's not forget about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Yeah, a magic bullet killed JFK. Mm-hmm. Jet fuel melted steel beams. 
And oh yeah, we had yellow cake uranium and weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Yeah. Oh, but we didn't. Yep, never yep. found them. So that's the same government. So those of you who are pro-vax, which more power to you, I hope you can at least understand why people are hesitant. Not everyone is completely anti-vax. Not everyone is saying, oh, screw that. But can you understand why people are hesitant? Why, did, why people are like, no, you know. They can't. This is a government who has lied to us time and time again about all sorts of different things. Why would I believe them now? Especially with how hard it's being pushed. Hey, we're going to give you this vaccine. It's going to be free. Now, we'll when does the government a, give we'll anything? Give you a cheeseburger. When does the government give you anything for free? Nothing. Never until they, you know, just have to. Because, quite frankly, they're making their money off of this anyway. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff to be said. There's a lot of different things going on. And I know a lot of people have said, well, it's only nurses that you see speaking out against the vaccine. But it's not. No, because I see doctors who speak out against it. Yes, I think in terms of what the media allows you to see, there are more nurses. Like today, there yeah. was a protest. Oh, I don't remember what the hospital was. I was invited, but I knew I was going to be at work. I just feel like with, with this vaccine, because we don't know, we know it doesn't prevent you from catching it. Correct. You can still catch it. Now, it's supposed to make it to where it's not as bad within your body. But what we know about viruses is they want to survive, and they're going to, to adapt mutate yeah. to survive. So with an imperfect vaccine, you open the door for where, where do you think these Delta variants came from? They're all, they're all mutated. And they'll probably strains. continue to mutate. Right. <clears throat> you know, it, it's, it's, folks, it's like the flu. There's, and the common cold, there's multiple versions out there. That's why I don't even get the flu shot anymore because every year I got it. Because when I was in the military, you were forced to get it. You had to get, we had to get all sorts of shots. Right. You know, line up, you're getting shots today. Every year without fail, you'd wind up sick because it's like, oh, well, the flu shot we had this year was the wrong strain. It's like. So you still get the flu. Yeah. It's like uh, meteorology. You might yeah. get it wrong, you might get it right, but quite frankly, you're probably going to get it wrong. It's just kind of crazy how people are, oh, if you if you don't want to get the vaccine, then you shouldn't be able to receive medical care. Why not? I pay my insurance premiums just like everybody else. Or or think about how they're, they really are railroading people into getting it. United Airlines said, well, you don't have to get it, but we're going to charge you $200 a month if you don't. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was in that came. They made that statement, eh, yeah, probably a week and a half ago. So you're going to lose 1400 bucks a year or you're going to get the, get the uh, jab. Well, and I hear a lot of arguments where they're like, well, you know, the small, smallpox vaccine took 50 years to um, to develop. You want that to happen with COVID? Well, if it means we're actually going to stop it, that would, I mean, yeah, it would be nice. Because how? But also with the, hear about it with the smallpox, the government was not out there mandating everybody stay in your home, stay six feet away from each other. Like if you caught it, that sucks. Yeah, 
but they weren't taking personal liberties away from you. Yep, yep. It's getting it's getting crazy, man. Think about you know concerts are finally coming back through. I've, hell, I've already missed three concerts. I, I would been dying to go see. Well, we'll see how yeah. long that lasts. True. Now, oh, was it Corn? I think Corn had to postpone either Corn or maybe Three Eleven had to postpone shows because some, somebody in their crew got it, which means it's probably done. You know, done spread. Yeah, which is you know sucks. But now you're getting to the point where certain venues, either the venue said it or the county slash the city said, if you don't have the jab, you can't go to a concert. Right. And there's a lot of states, uh, New York City, for example, who's really big on this uh, passport, vaccination passport. Now, you, you haven't gone to Apple yet, right? No. Okay. So... You and I both have a Samsung. Did you get the email from Samsung about the digital vaccine card? Uh, not that I remember. If what if you have a Samsung account, check whatever email that you have tied to it. So at some point last week, they started throwing this this uh, intro around, and I thought uh, I'm going to pass. I'm it gonna it all sounds very. May I see your papers? Yeah, yeah, on your phone, by the way. I mean, I hey, look, if you got the jab, I guess it's really convenient. You know, unfortunately, there's already um, the so there's already people that are gearing up for their first booster shot by now. Well, keep in mind, with the vaccines, there's been a lot of women who have already come forward saying the COVID vaccine affected their periods. Yeah. And now they are putting $1.6 million into research for this. Oh, just $1.6 well, now that now that we you know have a possible problem, once you have enough people say it, then it becomes an issue. Um, I, I don't have the name on me because I just happened to scroll through this morning, but a baby passed away that was nursing on their mother who had, and I think it was the either the Pfizer or the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Can they connect it though? So far. Seems like it'd be is a it, tough thing to. Is it, I think it's in the air so far, but they're trying to. Now I do want to point out because I don't know if you've seen it on the TikTok, but a lot of the pro vaccine people are just having a field day, talking about all these dummies taking horse dewormer. Dude, you know I, I look. I've got as of today, I got seven days left on my second thirty day bed. It was bullshit, okay? But I cannot help but notice, because I've you know, i told myself, this time I'm going to scroll through that way. I don't have like a thousand stupid notifications that I'll never actually go back to. Well, I have noticed in the last week, especially, well, no, 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 not even the uh, last week, like in the last four or five days, every major local newspaper, or well, news station has stories about the ivermectin. And they never ever seem to mention that there's more than one version of it. And now, if there were some people dumb enough to take the, you know, the not approved for human use version, that was your dumbass. Right. But I will also say, if you look back in 2015, William Campbell uh-huh. won a joint Nobel Peace Prize for his study of the 
Now, granted, this was the treatment of roundworms right. and humans and animals, but he was treating them with ivermectin. Uh-huh. So what he was doing, he discovered avermectin, and they mixed the avermectin with ivermectin. So, yes, there is a different version. Don't go down to Tractor Supply and buy the tube of ivermectin paste yeah, that you're supposed same. to give a horse. That's not what you want. Unless you want to grow that extra long. Well, you know, anyway. I mean, if, honestly, if you're dumb enough to do that, because they say that it does cause sterility in males, probably win-win. Because yeah. if you're going to Tractor Supply for medicine, maybe you shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- procreating. I'm just saying. But no, there is stuff out there, and but everybody just wants to bash it. And that was the whole reason that they approved the emergency use for the vaccines because they had a whole treatment plan. Yeah, It was zinc coupled with hydroxychloroquine. The zinc just helped your body absorb everything. Uh-huh. Zinc with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, the human-approved version of ivermectin. And you know what? It works. It really does. And I've gotten into arguments with people, people I personally know. You know what? I know people who have taken that combination. They're good in three, four, five, six days tops. Granted, I beat it in six days and I didn't have it, but I wish I did because I would have probably beat well, it like half, half the time. That was also before the Delta variant. Now, yeah. I, I have some friends that are nurses and they say that's some bad stuff, some real bad stuff. I, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, but it it does seem, and I, you know, I could be wrong, but just based off of data I've streamed through, uh, the people who have the vaccine are the ones who tend to spread the Delta variant more. I don't have any like concrete numbers on that yet, but I have heard that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, now, sp- speaking of ivermectin, did you hear? That the CDC actually approved it for refugees coming into the country? Yeah, because it's an anti-parasite. Yeah. Which I found that very interesting that somebody who's coming here who's you know never been here before could have God knows what. I get it. Makes sense. But if you're already here, then it's a bad thing and it's gotten completely demonized. Well, they say America is one of the only nations that doesn't do a yearly parasite cleanse. And a lot of that has to do with our FDA because we we don't have food that just sits out and, you know, stuff like I mean, that. But it's because the food's so chock full of uh, chemicals anyway. They exactly. can't live in there. There was actually a lady online the other day that said for the longest time she thought she had a gluten allergy, couldn't eat any kind of wheat uh-huh. or flour or anything like that without just swelling up. And it turns out that it was a gloss, gloss fight, some, some kind of pesticide uh-huh. that's only used in America on the wheat products. Really? Because she started trying out wheat and wheat products like wheat flour from uh-huh. other countries because Germany has banned it. They're like, we're not allowing this to be on our food because it's horrible for you. And she could eat that, no problem. So it turns out she had a sensitivity to the pesticide and not the actual gluten. Scary. And so then it makes you wonder, did she ever try organic? 
That I don't know, but it's kind of crazy when you think about the fact that how many gluten allergic or gluten sensitive people there are within the U.S. Are they really gluten sensitive or, is it or are they glyphosate sensitive? You know what? You could be on to something. There. It would be something to check out. That's I mean, how many pesticide companies round up and all that are now sued. in lawsuits for cancer and all sorts of different shit like that? Yeah. You know, have you ever used Roundup? Been a while. Some guy gave me like a commercial grade version. I mean, he gave me like two gallons of it. And I it just it stayed in my old garage. I kind of forgot about it. He's like, man, if you ever use this, you got to like cut it with water. <laughs> Shit'll like scorch earth anything that, that it touches, probably including skin. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I never got around to it, but that would have been cool. It's, God, it's, there's been a lot to have to look at this week. There really has two weeks, but one of the biggest things that I want to look at, and I hate that Jamie couldn't make it in to join us today. Texas has been some sneaky bastards. Ooh, 666 bills. And they got into effect this month. They, um, backdoored Roe v. Wade. Uh huh. So the way that they wrote this Texas heartbeat bill they don't have to take it before the Supreme Court because it doesn't directly go against Roe versus Wade. It kind of supplements. Right. Uh-huh. Because I've seen a lot of people that are like, oh, this is what we were worried about with Ruth RGB dying. And I was like, there was one I was like, should could she do anything though? She's only one person. Well, not only that. And then somebody was like, well, her replacement was pro-life. I said, it has nothing to do with that. Her replacement they, was pretty down the middle, I thought. The female? Yeah. She's very Catholic, though. She, pro-life. Yeah, right? but it seems she wasn't as hardcore right, I think, as people thought she was going to be. I would agree with that. But I think as far as the abortion topic, right. I think she was pretty far right. Now, what they don't tell you is they didn't have to go before the Supreme Court because of the way they worded everything. What What is your – what's your view on this bill. Cause I feel like we're probably going to disagree because I've disagreed with pretty much every female I've talked to, <laughs> which kind of surprised me. Really? I, you know, you, okay. If so, it's 12 weeks, right? No, no, no. Six. Oh, it's six. If they don't have it done before six weeks, you, you've got a baby. Yeah. Now, I guess being a guy, it's not that big of a deal to me having kids and such. Now, have has the have I had conversations about this years ago when when it could have have affected me? Yeah, uh, I'm glad that it never happened. Um, I think okay. Let let's think about it this way. There's a lot of angry feminists out there, and you've seen all these TikTok videos. To where, to where everyone's like, oh, well, we're just not going to have sex. Screw you. Actually, go screw yourself. Or how about the ones where, well, let's just give all the guys vasectomies. I've seen those, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So I think if it if I had been a part of the law, I think I would have said like 12 weeks. Because there are times people just don't know. You know, I, I would have kept yeah, it. I could at, understand that. I would have kept it at 20. 
20. That's what it was before. That's what it's been for years and years. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm very much against late-term right. oh, yeah. abortion. But I also, and I saw an interview the other day with Pete Buttigieg. Uh, with his new baby. Well, this was before that. Oh, but, yeah. yeah um, and he even said, he was like, you know, when you consider late-term abortions, this is not somebody who just changed their mind. This is normally a mom on her worst day that's just been given news that it's either her or the baby. And she has to make one of the hardest decisions of her life, which I would say in most cases is, is factual. Yeah. Yeah. However, six weeks, how many women do you know that know they're pregnant within six weeks? Unless you're just like regular as clockwork? Normally, it's people that are trying. Right. So if you're really not, and, you know, I've seen, like, on TV, some story where the teenage girl supposedly didn't know until she was, like, about to have the, you know, it was about to, like, pop out. I'm like, okay. Well, that's it's, like a. You knew. That's like a friend of ours. Um, she didn't know she was pregnant with her boy until 14 weeks because she was on birth control. So she wasn't getting a period. Oh. So if you have somebody who's actively trying to prevent it, it and then know. that happens and, oh, sorry for your luck. Yeah, you know, life always finds a way. Thank you, Jurassic Park. And people want to say, they're like, oh, well, people, they could just adopt. And we've talked about the adoption process on it's here a, when it costs 30 grand a kid. There's a, there's a couple of people I could think of I would love to bring in. On that, that know a lot about it. <clears throat> I, I, folks, I'm sorry. I sound like Fat Steve Urkel right now. But I'm still breathing, kind of. So I would really like to have a chit-chat about adoption with people that are very well in-depth. There's one or two people I can think of, and I'm, I'm going to work on that angle. Is that Yeah, it's a hell of a process. It really is, and that's just for adoption. If you want to foster, it's even – it's not <laughs> as bad. It doesn't cost you as much money because they do pay you to uh, to foster, basically. And I've heard a lot of people – I will say for any of you women who may need that service. Now, I'm not, I'm not endorsing abortion as a form of birth control. Because I've known people that do that, and that's just grow up. Either wear protection or get yourself on something. But there are cases where... Oh, it happens. And women, if you find yourself in one of those situations, you can file for coverage under the Satanic Temple. Oh, that's right. Because they believe in body autonomy. So if they try to tell you no, you can say you are persecuting my religious beliefs. Under the Church of Satan! And you can still get it done. Do you know anybody from that church? No, but I've seen, um, and I'll try to print it out for next time. There's seven tenets of what they believe. It's not anything about the devil. No. Like it's actually pretty reasonable and logical stuff. Um, but yeah, so there's always that, what I, what I kind of get bent out of shape on is all the people that want to tell me, well, life starts at conception. 
and they always want to quote a poem in the Bible that says, I loved you before I created you in the womb or something like that, mm-hmm. which is poetry. And it's just poetry about how much God loves you. However, in Exodus, and I believe it's Exodus 21, it actually covers, it says, if two men are fighting and they injure a pregnant woman and cause her to miscarry, then her husband may find those men for what a fair amount he think it is. However, if she is killed, then it's an eye for an eye and they'll be put to death. I'm okay with that. So that right there shows you in the Bible where they put different values on unborn life as opposed to born life. And that's biblical law. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I know how this makes me sound. I'm not for abortion. But I do believe, like, why are crusty old white men telling women what they can do with their body? I mean, I'm sure there were some minorities in that, too. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but if you look at the Texas house as a whole. Yeah, it's pretty white. It's pretty pretty white. Makes me wish I could run. But, uh, no. Don't think that would pan out for me. I don't have the time to campaign. Right? Um, you know what we didn't remember to mention that started this month? <clears throat> um, the constitutional carry. And I haven't seen it. Now, I don't know if people are tending to conceal carry because out and about, I haven't seen a damn bit of difference. Now, I have noticed that ABC fucking 13, I'm pretty sure Fox 26 as well, have already started jumping on, oh, there was a a shootout somewhere. A guy, and also a guy was cleaning his gun like a fucking idiot with a round in the fucking chamber and it shot his girlfriend in the chest. See, and this is one of those where I don't know, like I'm all for constitutional carry. However, people, you should have enough. You know, I I would hope that grown, grown ass people can look in the mirror and say, you know what? Super excited to be able to carry a gun. Not the most experienced. I should probably get some training. Right. I'm I'm glad they didn't make the training mandatory because at that point, that would just be more red tape. But from a common sense, you should make the choice to get training. You should learn how to dry fire or at least, you know, quick draw cor- yeah. correctly at home. And, of course, you should fucking know when you clean your gun, you should never, ever, 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 ever have a round in the chamber. I still believe that the U.S., because it's one of the only countries that doesn't, pretty much every other country, when you get out of high school, you spend two years. And you spend that in either the local police, Mm. military, or some kind of civil service. I like Where you are trained with a weapon. And you are much more knowledgeable about the use of a weapon. And I also think that it would change a lot of these people's tone that are out there nowadays just seeing what people go through. 
that are in those jobs, yeah. in those positions. I'm telling you right now, I did 20 years in the military. If World War Three kicks off tomorrow, I'm going to be fine. Some of y'all going to be fucking angry. Some of y'all blue hair, lip ring, nose ring, Antifa fucks are going to be real angry. You know, ooh, they going to be in a whole world of hurt. You mean I can't respawn? No, bitch. Ain't no respawn in this game, bub. <laughs> now take that fucking hill. Yeah. You know what? You you are absolutely right. But because we'll we'll probably never have a two year mandatory. You know, back in the day you could learn the stuff in high school. Right. And unfortunately that ever that'll never happen again. At least not on a national basis. But especially let's say here, Deer Park, you would think that'd be you know, it would it would be nice to learn. Now I would say it's something you can integrate as an elective. Yeah. With the whole constitutional carry, be like, hey, kind of like with hunter safety. Anybody right. can go hunt, but you have to take a hunter safety course. Yeah, because so why shouldn't want to kill somebody by accident? Why shouldn't a gun handling course? Constitutional carry is fine. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to have to pay all this money for a uh, permit, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I think at least a six hour class should be mandatory. I'm, that's my view. That's not hey, that, especially if you're in like high school, you're you're you're, you're going to be sitting there anyway. So at least they can teach you good. how to take it apart, how to effectively clean it, how to make sure that you're not going to shoot yourself or somebody else that you don't mean to. Yeah, that's my two cents. Because you know, since they want to defund the police, essentially we're going to have to more so police ourselves. So yeah, so if we don't kill each other by accident. Uh, you know, I could see tax dollars going from one to the other there. That's just me. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't I don't see any I have this feeling that everything's gonna get a whole lot worse before it starts to get better. I have a feeling that the news is gonna continue to demonize gun ownership so that there'll be enough angry far, far left that'll scream just loud enough to try and push to kill gun ownership so if you got friends that were jumping up and down for september 1st to happen i would ask you to tell them hey this is cool this is a huge responsibility don't be stupid yeah don't fuck it up for the rest of us because quite frankly the target is already on our backs the media does not want you to be able to do this and they will figure out a way to misconstrue every story. Now, granted, we already know that um, gun violence has been on the rise in Houston ever throughout 2020. Which is a blue Chi- city. Yeah. We haven't got to Chicago-grade numbers yet, thank God. But Chicago is also up. a gun-free city. That's true, and it's the worst one in the country. So, so yeah. imagine that. I think we're going to go to listener questions. All right, all right. All right, here we go, guys. And we're back. Guys, we appreciate your listener questions. Keep sending them in. Our first one is, if you were in love with a woman and her baby daddy is an asshole, would that deter you from moving forward? No. I think it all depends on how how she interacted with him. Yeah. 
Now that's important because I can say I because the person who wrote this knows I'm in that boat. Jamie's ex husband's a, is a dick. He barely he barely sees his own damn kids, and he'll sit there and bullshit and pretend like he's got the uh, the upper hand on things instead of just trying to be a fair and logical co-parent. Quite frankly, I've wanted to beat the shit out of him for years. But that ain't going to help nothing. No, it won't. But you know what? It would feel really, really damn good. Now I could see if it's somewhere where you're in that situation and she makes excuses for him. Now that, yeah, if she, if, if, if you're with someone and they, yeah, they do defend the ex, that's a red flag. Run. Yeah, fuck him. Well, don't. Just, yeah, at that point, go. On that note, the next question is, does body count matter? I think we've touched on this question before. Kind of. I. For me, the whole, you know, and I grew up in the true love weights, purity generation. Right. I think it's bullshit. However... I think they should also be understanding where if you know they've been around the block and they were on a moped, so they made a few trips around that block. I don't think it's out of pocket for you to request, hey, if we're going to be in this relationship, we're going to be having unprotected sex. Let's go get tested. And we're going to do this. Let's go get tested. Yeah. Just so we know. Yeah. I mean, that's as fair as it gets. And a lot of that also, if if you want that, be willing to go do it too. Yeah, what's good for the goose has to be good for for the gander. So yeah, I'm all just for don't it on just there. don't make them feel like you're judging them or calling them out. Like I know you were a hoe, you need to go make sure there ain't some stank ass shit in that pussy. Right, something that that you know Ajax or Fabuloso couldn't clean. Yeah. So, but just be like, hey, you know, before we get into this committed relationship. Let's go get checked out just so we know we're both safe. And then you can turn a hoe into a housewife. Maybe. <laughs> Not all of them. Yeah, so, yeah. Some wild horses just can't be tamed. I mean, by the time they're ready to settle down. They're pretty uh, road hard. You know. Put them like, wet. <laughs> looks like a big old horse mouth just kind of hanging there open. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Wilbur. <laughs> Our next one is, is personality better than a banging body? Every time. Yeah. Now, if I'm not saying you could be dog ugly. Yeah, but, you know, your looks might be like a five, but your personality is like a ten. You know what? You go meet in the middle, now you're an eight. Yeah. And that, friends, is how we play the law of, of averages. But I think that works. Now... If you're a three, you better have a fucking joke book in your back pocket. Cause and some really cool skills. Not, not, you know what, not though, just bedroom skills. I, I will say, though, most of the threes that I've met in my life, a lot of it had to do with their attitude. Huh. They weren't all that attractive, but then they had shitty attitudes. So you're like, oh. Oh, now you're yeah. really not attractive. You, you like go when, from a three to a one, bitch. Think about it. When you be out at the bar back in your single days, yeah. and for me, this was a long time ago, over 11 years ago, <laughs> but uh, you're at the bar and you're talking to some girl and then her friend comes up. 
it's girls' night. She's not talking to you, and it's the one that looks like a bridge troll, Ugh. which you could forgive, but then she just got that horrible attitude, and you're like, oh, yeah. All right, there, Rumpelstiltskin. Why don't you kick on back to the smoking section? You know, I have had many a friend that said, "Dude, I wish I knew you back in the day," because I know you would have intercepted the, the uh, uh, fat chick for me. Yeah, I would have, because I'm that kind of friend. But those days are over. So I was not sorry. that friend. <laughs> I wasn't jumping on any landmines. Hey, man, sometimes you, you had to take a hit for, for the... I don't know uh, if they the, had a pretty face, you know, maybe. Yeah, you know, she, she, pretty face, such dick. Hey, hey, it's all good. She ain't 280, she ain't a lady. That's right. All right, next, what's your favorite superhero and why? I feel like we've had this one before, but I also feel like this is a question that... Could have a different answer for it at a different time. Well, and not only that, it evolves as you age. Yeah. Because I know growing up, Superman was my shit. But let's be honest, Superman's a Boy Scout. Yeah, he's... He, now, I don't know about in the comics. I did not read uh, DC Comics as a kid. I was more of a Marvel kid. I'm sure it, that there was some side story where Superman actually did have to get his hands dirty. Oh, absolutely. Now... But I'm talking about the Adventure Comics original... Ah, uh, okay. The Amazing Superman or... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Adventures of Superman, whatever... I think at our age bracket, a lot of people love Batman because, you know, if you if you saw the movies, then that's what was there. Even though when we were younger, the, the live-action stuff was the more campy, Tim Burton-esque. But the cartoon was yeah. amazing. That, that 1990, 1991, where Mark Hamill was the Joker. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of it also Excellent. is the fact that with Batman... He wasn't granted powers. Right. He's just, now granted, he's a rich guy. Yeah. So he's got a lot of toys. But, but I mean, he's well-trained. Yeah. And yeah. he's smart. He's the greatest detective in the world. It, it, it all worked out. I so. Now, as we're talking about comics, you know that they're going to try and bring back Blade, right? I've heard, but it's going to be a TV series. Well, still, he will be in the Marvel Universe. Okay. Supposedly. I feel like he doesn't fit in, though. Oh, they better find him. I guess he would fit in as good as um, Black Widow. She didn't have no powers. Yeah, sure. I'll say. I mean, he's at least got vampire strength and stuff. Think about it. That that was an (laughs) R-rated comic book movie. It was the first that was R-rated. They said Deadpool was, but technically Deadpool was not. Blade One was that goriness, but it, it you know it, it wasn't in the Marvel. Yeah, but it doesn't hold it, up now. What? If you go back, I can okay. still appreciate it. The, the most the of the movie is fine. I'm tunes. talking about the uh, there at the end oh, where the it's graphic. like the CGI. Oh, board. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's yeah. it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. They should they should like redo that. Anyway. Um, I can't think of the dude. It's like Marshala something. He played. Oh, he was in. He was Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. Oh, okay. He is supposed to be the next Blade. I could see that being good. Now, speaking of kind of an anti-hero, right? We're gonna go to the next question. It okay. was, "What is your favorite comic villain and why?" 
For me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Magneto. Oh, damn it! And here's why: Magneto was not an all-out villain just to cause mayhem and kill people. Right. It, for him, and this is a guy who lived through the Holocaust. Yep. It was a get them before they get us because that's how it was headed. Humans were rounding up mutants. Yeah, persecuting. Yep. yep. Right. So, I mean, I plus he did kind of j- periodically he would jump back and forth depending on I think absolutely ultimately what he needed. He was okay to team up, but you know you could never trust him in the long run. Oh no! 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 Oh, damn it. I was going to say Magneto. Well, I guess as a backup. Uh, I mean, who didn't? I don't want to say the Joker because that's too trite. Uh, damn. I had, that was like my whole answer like this whole time. Now, now i got to think of another villain. Uh, the, the clock is going to tick out on me. Because that... I mean, now one I'm of my sure one of my other favorites might say Thanos or something. But one of my other favorites, and I don't know if you'll remember him, but in the X Men, uh, Omega Red. Oh yeah, I had the action figure, and I don't know if you remember Cable yeah. when he first came in uh-huh. was was well they thought he was a villain, but didn't yeah he you know he had he had his his uh, issues, and you got to love Juggernaut. I think I had a I don't remember if I had a Juggernaut action figure. Not only him, but who can forget, which if you didn't read the comics, you probably wouldn't know about him, but FX came out with a show a couple of years ago called Legion, uh-huh. who was a child of Charles Xavier. And he was an Omega, like he was the most powerful mutant ever. But it drove him crazy. So he had like 130-something personalities inside his head. Thing. Yeah. Wow. So let's move on, though. Um, yeah. What is a movie that you love that doesn't get enough credit? Oh, I can think of a few. Yeah. Let's start off with Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. I haven't seen that one. That was a movie with Tom. Technically, it's Tom, it's, Tom Hanks is in the movie, but he's not the main character in the movie. Okay. And this happened this this movie takes place right around 9-11. So, essentially, Tom Hanks is the dad. His wife is Sandra Bullock. He owns a house. I mean, he owns. he's like a jeweler, and his 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 shop was inside of the Twin Towers. Obviously, you know, unfortunately, on 9-11, he died. So, their one and only son is autistic, and he his son finds this key in their closet. So the whole movie is like this coming of age drama to where he finds a lot about himself and he gets, you know, he, he has to grow in order to kind of work through his, his autism to figure out this puzzle. Okay. I won't, I I won't give away any more to the movie, but I saw this movie. It's probably been like, like 10 years. So Fast, loud, and extremely close. Extremely loud and incredibly close. Okay. And I swear, as a parent, when the end hits, if you don't tear up, you're not a real parent. So for me, off the top of my head, I've got three. Okay. Which 
one has more of a cult following now, but Boondock Saints. Uh huh. For a long time, nobody knew anything about it. Right. Now it's got much more of a following. Also, knock around guys. I never saw it, but I heard it was good. It's got Vin Diesel, Barry Pepper. A very movie. young Vin Diesel, if yes. I recall. Oh, yeah. Like, he still had hair in that movie, didn't he? I believe he? so. Yeah. Yeah, I recall the commercials many, 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 many moons ago. And then there's Pool Hall Junkies. Now, that one, I don't think I've heard of that one. Which is hard to even find. Like, I looked on Amazon for the DVD because I was oh. like, man, I really love this movie. Couldn't even find it on there. Dang. But it's got Clint Eastwood's daughter. Okay. Uh, Christopher Walken, which I'm sure you've probably heard the monologue where Walken, he's sitting there, he's talking to the main lead. Uh-huh. He's like, you know, in the jungle, there's this tiger. He's laying there, he's hot. Everybody's picking on him. And then, every now and then, that lion's got to get up, run like the wind, eat everything in his sight. And remind them, he's the king of the fucking jungle. Ooh. And it's just really good. Um, so if you haven't seen it and you can find it somewhere, Pool Hall Junkies. Amazing, amazing movie. I highly endorse it. Have you ever seen Everything Must Go with uh, Will Ferrell? I wasn't a fan. It was weird. It was so weird. I think that's why I like Okay. Everyone who knows me knows I am so sick and tired of Will Ferrell in general. But that movie and Strangers in Fiction were I, great. I enjoyed that one. They were solid films. It, it was all because he wasn't, ah! he actually had to act. Right. Like, he he couldn't just be a dumbass the whole time. I, yeah. So, I, in that I guess I was that person, you know, back in the old Hollywood video days when they had like the subscription service. Oh yeah. So it'd be like, Oh, you know what? I've seen everything new. Now I can, now let me find that oddball shit that tends to be good. That's where you found a movie like that. Agreed. It was, it was odd, but see, I used to find cool. I used to find weird stuff when I was stationed at Fort hood. I had a VHS player still. This is early days of DVD. Uh-huh. Um, and you could go down to Hastings bookstore and get used VHS tapes that they used to rent out Yeah, for like $4 a piece. So I'd go load up with $20 worth of tapes and that was my weekend. Watch movies, yeah. drink some beer. Um, but we're going to close out and we're going to close out with one more question. Okay. What movie do you hate that the masses love? Well, I'm probably going to say this new candy, man, but I was very disappointed. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it yet. So woke, very woke. That's like the basic storyline was good. The See, I thought they were going to bring back cause the original sequel script was that they were going to bring back the blonde lady uh-huh. as the new candy man, like him and her were going to be together killing people. Not at all. No. Okay. No. They, I, yeah. They went a whole new direction. But again, the story was actually good. But there was so much woke bullshit in it. I was like, oh my God, if I hear one more fucking word about gentrification, I'd be. If there was a post scene, I wouldn't know because as soon as it was done, I was gone. <laughs> but I will say, a movie that a lot of people love that I, you know what, I fell asleep on it, could care less Hunger Games. 
I tried. I, it, it just it did nothing for me. So the I really enjoyed the books. Right. The movie, the first one was good. The next ones, eh. Yeah. I could take them or leave them. Now, I did enjoy the Maze Runner movies, which I, they never made the third one because of injuries on set. But Right. Uh, but for me, and it's actually a newer film that's been out on Netflix, and it got a whole bunch of raving reviews, mostly from fem- females. <laughs> because my sister-in-law told my wife and I, oh, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. It's called 365 Days. I heard of it. And it's basically it. a soft core porn. That's- but it was, the acting is so horrible. And you get to the end and you're just like, are you fucking serious? I just sat here for over an hour and a half. For that? For, for this. <laughs> and it was just absolute bullshit. Now, there's also a new show out. And it feels very much like a Sex in the City made for women show called uh, Sex Life. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. And uh, I think that's what it's called. Another one, my sister in law suggested. Me and the wife sat down to watch it, and I'm like, "This was not made for men," because no part of me enjoys watching this. <laughs> Even the sex scenes, I'm just like, yeah, "Eh, yeah." But yeah, that's that's probably that'd be my two right now. I'll take it. Also, fuck Titanic. <laughs> Never seen it in its entirety. I watched it in the movie theater when it came out. Jesus Christ. Did you bring like a little uh, extra can to pee in halfway Well, through? it was on two VHS tapes. It was like yeah. three hours long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on a date. It wasn't, uh, you know. I was like, I remember when that came it's out. Not, it's not something <laughs> I would have gone by myself to go see, you know. <laughs> I'm sure there was something else I could have seen where they blow shit up. Well, I mean, they kind of blew stuff up, but not anyway. The same, not the same. Not at all. Um, guys, it's been a pleasure. Next week, we're going to get back at it. We'll figure out a date and time. Um, As always, I'm Dustin. And I'm still Gavin. Yep, yep, yep. Y'all be good to each other. And good night.